Welcome into the Invest Well Show. Today we are going to cover part two uh, in our series talking about preparing your portfolio for a market crash. And today we're talking about the idea part two specifically is realigning your investments. Now, this is very important and it's often something people miss. And by the way, if you're tuning in here and you did not watch part one, just like anything else, you know, with the ABCs, you would not try and read a book until you learn the alphabet. I recommend you go back and make sure you watch part one, which is understanding your risk. That's episode 107. So make sure you watch that great show where we unpack a lot of different things. But part two today, we're going to talk about realigning your investments here on the Invest Well Show. All right, so realigning your investments. Now, what does that mean? You know, often in life, when we think about realigning things, uh, realignment can often happen when um, something has occurred. You know, we, we think of like, okay, your your car is out of alignment. Maybe your tires are wearing incorrectly, and you got to go get it realigned so that way it can drive well. Or maybe you're in a place where, God forbid, you were in a car crash, right? And you need to go to the chiropractor and he needs to realign your spine so that way you can have, you know, all of the flow uh, that you need for your body to operate in an optimal capacity. Or maybe you're just down the road and you fall off your tractor. <laughs> I don't know. You got to go get it realigned. You got to get your back realigned. Make sure you're in the right order. Well, what happens when we are realigned is we're in a place where more efficiency can occur. We often feel better and we know we're in a place where we are uh, being optimal as we live our life. And it's the same way with our portfolio. So when you think about this and, uh, you know, looking at markets in general and preparing in particular for a crash, nobody likes the idea or the thought of a, of a crash. But I have always been the believer that it is important to be proactive instead of reactive with our process. Let me say that again, because you may have missed that because you watched a bird as you were driving down the road fly across the car. I don't know. Maybe you're in the treadmill and you got distracted by your neighbor. I'm not sure what happened. But what I want to tell you is being proactive is more important than being reactive. We can all react. In fact, reacting is something that we must do uh, when things occur to us, we have to do. There's nothing else we can do. In other words, if you go out and you fall down, right, you slip and fall on the ice and you fall down, your reaction is, ow, I hit my hip and now I got to get up and I got to try and not fall down again and look like an idiot. The proactive approach is saying, wait a minute, it's slippy. I'm going to take a, a, a minute and change the way I walk. I'm going to walk a little bit slower or I'm going to get the right equipment on, on my feet, get the right shoes, all these things. That's being proactive. That's actually thinking in advance of the fact that there's something in that you need to do, some steps that you can take to prepare for what potentially is to come. Now, when we talk about the stock market crashing, one of the things that we know, and you may not know this, but historically, okay, in history, the markets on average have gone up in what they call a bullish market, right? You have bullish markets and bearish markets. And a bull market is when the market is going up, right? People are making money, the market is going up. So a bull up, you know, bull kind of going up, bears coming down, right? The bear is you're running out in the woods and you're running away from the bear and it's rah, coming down on you, right? So bear down. 
Well, a bull market, as a general rule of thumb, is on average about seven to eight years in length historically. Now, we're way past that technically, if you think about it, because the market's been strong since 2009. And there have been certain periods of pullback, like the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. We saw a little bit of the market pullback and other things. But as a general rule, it's been on a pretty strong uptrend and uptick along the way. Now, a bear market, you may not realize when actually when the markets come down, and this is important to evaluate. Because as you're preparing yourself and looking to realign your investments, it's important to understand how markets often will work so you can prepare for it. A typical bear market when the market is crashing or negative, like 2008, many of you remember that. Most of us don't remember all the way back to years ago when markets were negative because it's too long and too far removed. But 2008 is probably a time where many people still can kind of remember that. Or maybe you remember 9-11 when the markets uh, dropped in 2001 and 2002 times, okay? But a typical pullback period where the markets are down, where they're bearish or negative, typically lasts eight months or so. That's typically the average. Now, sometimes it's longer than that. Sometimes it's a little shorter than that. But that's, that's traditionally the average. Now, what's really important to understand in relation to the markets pulling back is that traditionally... Uh, most of the negative, most of the pullback, most of the uh, of the drawdown or drop, if you will, in the markets, most of the drop happens within the first two months, two months. So I want you to think about that for a minute. You're in a place where it takes, on average, seven, eight years, bull markets, markets have been strong, et cetera. But for the market to actually pull back strong, a lot of the pullback happens in the first two months, and the average bear market is about eight months. So when we talk about being proactive here and, and aligning or realigning your investments in this season, I think this is important because we have to ask ourselves the question, how long has the market been positive? Well, it's been positive for a long time. Right. Basically, since 2009. Now, again, many would argue out there that say, well, the markets kind of pressed pause in 2015. We also had a little bit of a pullback in 2020. So maybe we're on this next tier and next frame uh, of growth. But yet at the same time, we also say here, as I'm, I'm recording this in mid January of 2022, we know that inflation is out of control. I did the little bonus episode, by the way, if you if you miss that one, uh, talking about uh, inflation at almost a 40 year high. Go back and check that out. Investwellshow.com, great place where you can find that. Um, so that's happening. We, we're in a place where interest rates are going to be rising this year, which is going to slow down the economy. Uh, and we are in a place where the Fed is pumping less money in the overall economy. So I think it warrants the idea to say, okay, that's where we are. Markets have been on kind of a little bit of a tear. What should we be doing now to realign our investments? Well, what is, I think, super crucial to think about how you realign your investments. And this is just the process and experience that I have seen personally, as we've had our own team helping families for over 20 plus years uh, with significant wealth, kind of protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. One of the things that we always keep center in our mindset is understanding the stage of life that you are in. 
Now, this is really a pretty basic concept, so it's going to be easy for you to understand this, I believe, but it's a powerful one that if you really think about it, it'll help you transition and shift what you need to be doing with your money. So let me help you kind of unpack this simply. Stages of life. There's really only two stages of life. Really, you have your first stage, which is your kind of your baby, adolescence, kind of growth years, right, where you're just trying to figure out who you are and what you're doing in life. Then you move into your working stage, your working, your growth, your accumulation stage, where you're... You're making money, you're growing your wealth, you're trying to grow, you're trying to figure out life still, I guess, a little bit too, but you're growing what you have. Then you move into what's called, what I call the preservation and distribution stage. That's where you're maybe 50, 55, 60. Uh, you're looking at retirement, you're thinking about retirement, and your your mindset as far as how you invest your money has shifted to the perspective of we want to now protect what we have, we want to grow it reasonably and start to take income from what we have. So these are the two stages of life. When you're younger and you're accumulating and growing, that's typically from about 18 to 50, 55, maybe even 60-ish. And then your preservation and distribution stage, which is 50, 55, 60 to basically the end of your life. So the goals there are a little bit different. Now, even if you're younger, right, and you have more time, you've heard it said before from advisors, hey, you know, hang in there. You got lots of time. You're able to take a lot of risk. That's no problem. Well, that's true. You do have more time. But at the end of the day, do you still want to lose a bunch of money if the market crashes? I think the short answer there is no. Obviously, if you're older and you're in the preservation or distribution stage, you don't want to lose a bunch of money either. You want to protect what you have. So both stages are crucial. Yes, you have more time to catch up if you're younger, but you still don't want to lose a bunch of money. I mean, keep in mind that if you lose 30%, I want you to think about this for a minute. If you lose 30% in your portfolio, let's just say you have, you know, a million dollar account or a hundred thousand dollar account or $10 million account or whatever the number is. Let's just use, you know, a million because it's simple math. If you lose 30% of the portfolio, that means now that million is, is now worth 700,000 after uh, the crash has occurred, right? If you lose 40%, it's now 600,000. 50%, it's 500,000. But let's just use 30. You lose 30% of the million dollars. Your value is now 700,000. Question is, how much money do you need to make just to get back to your original number of a million? The answer is right at about 43%. So if you lose 30%, you need to make 43% just to get back to even. What I want you to hear is you have to make 13% more than you lost just to get back to where you were if you lost 30%. If you lose 50% on your portfolio, you have to make 100% just to get back to where you were. Now, you may say, well, Mike, I, I don't. I don't understand that. How, does, how is that possible? How does that happen? Well, the reason is because losses are more powerful than gains, and it's really just math, okay? And we might have some of that information on the download on the white paper here for you as well. If you go to investwellshow.com to find that, you can get that. So this is so important as we're looking at preparing here for the market crash. We want to say, okay, what should we be doing? Okay, so first thing we want to look at is stage of life that you're in. Second thing is what are the type of investments that you actually have. You know, in the last show, we talked about understanding your risk. And now I'm saying, let's take a look at realigning maybe what investments that you may have. Maybe we're in a place as the markets move again, as we're kind of at all time highs, 
you might want to say, you know what, maybe a good, now's a good time to sell off a little bit. Maybe now's a good time to sell some of the stocks that I have or sell some of the ETFs that I have or, or, or sell some of the mutual funds that I have and kind of take some of my portfolio to cash. Maybe it's a good time to have that money sitting in cash. You know, one of the biggest detriments that people have, I believe, which is one of the biggest reasons or two big reasons, really, that people end up losing a bunch of money. The first one is greed. Oh, my gosh, I've made all this money. Hey, I can make all this money even more. It's going to be amazing. And they stay in too long and they get slaughtered, right? Pigs get slaughtered. The second is um, just not being aware of, of what's actually happening. You're just kind of doing, you know, I call it the Ron Papil toaster oven approach, right? Just set it and forget it. Now, if you're younger, you don't know what I'm talking about. If you're a little older, Ron Papil used to sell toaster ovens on TV, and that was his motto, right? This is easy. You put your stuff in, turn the knob, set it and forget it. It's all good. Many of you think like that with your portfolio. You might say, well, Mike, I have an advisor. I have somebody that helps us uh, with our wealth. Well, my question is, what is their process? Is it the set it and forget it process? Is the conversation that you're hearing from your advisor, you know, just hang in there. It's going to come back or in this for the long haul. If those are the conversations that you're hearing, then you probably, unfortunately, have a set it and forget it advisor. Now, I'm not saying that you should try and time markets or go crazy with getting in and out all the time either. I'm not saying that. Sometimes things do take time. But what I'm asking you to reevaluate in your own personal financial situation is where are you getting your advice, the type of advice you're getting, and is the advice that you're getting now at market all-time highs helping you realign your investment portfolio so that way you can reduce your risk with your investments, maybe actually think a little bit differently to actually incorporate different types of investments that might actually have different benefits um, and different, you know, operations of how they actually work and perform in your portfolio. Now is a time you need to be thinking about realigning based on the stage of life you're at and maybe taking some risk off the table. Remember, one of the best ways to make money is when the markets do crash to be able to be in a place where you have some powder dry, right? Some cash ready and available that you can actually invest in because now you're buying at a discount. So just think about that big picture. Let's say you're younger and you're in a place where you're like, hey, I'm all in, I'm doing my thing. But yet we have a strong feeling that markets may crash. Well, now we're in a place where we're saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to be disciplined to just kind of keep some powder dry. And even if the markets keep going up or whatever it may be, I'm going to be disciplined to that. Then when they do finally crash, you have that dry powder, you have that cash ready that you can invest at discounted pricing. That's important. Very, very, very important along the way. So realigning your investments matters. It's something you got to think about. It's something that you have to reevaluate. And that reevaluation can be done really by filtering in the stages of life that you are in. So if you have more questions about what to do or where to go or what that looks like, there are a couple sponsors of the show, and you can learn more about them by heading over to investwellshow.com. And there's going to be a white paper for this show that you can download for some different information. There's going to be some resources that we're providing for you if you're younger and you're just starting the growth of your wealth. There's some resources available at investwellshow.com where they can direct you to, hey, if you're under a million dollars of investable assets and you're trying to kind of figure life out or just starting, here's where you can go. Uh, another resource for some of the sponsors we have uh, where you can say, hey, maybe I just want to get a second set of eyes, a second thoughts on what I'm doing. There's going to be some resources there as well 
if you are not signed up on the investwellshow.com, I want to challenge you to do that because then what will happen is, is you'll make sure you'll be getting emails and, and information when a new episode or a bonus episode is sent out on things that are happening across the globe financially. You'll be in a place where you'll be able to receive that information, be better prepared, and hopefully make better decisions with your wealth. Listen, as always, my desire is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. And do me a favor, share this with someone that needs to hear it. That's how we can help encourage others financially. Someone out there that you know needs to hear this. Just quick, get on your phone if you're already listening and share it via text. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple or YouTube or investwellshow.com directly, wherever you're listening or watching, take a minute and share this with a couple people that you know need to hear this because realigning your investments right now the best time to realign them is before the market crashes. The last thing you want to do is wait till the market crashes and then have to realign. Just we, we talked about falling on the ice, right? Then you have to realign, but you're in a place where you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunity along the way. Hey, listen, be blessed. Have a great day. Talk to you next show. Keep in mind, the information shared on this show is not to be considered investment advisory advice. For specific recommendations based on your situation, make sure you reach out to a professional, whether it be financial, accounting, tax, attorney, or whatever you may need to help you find the information necessary to make good decisions.